we'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alert for July 13, 2020. And next report, we're going to, uh, it's entitled Vaccine Bait and Switch. Either way, Bill Gates wins. As millions pulled from the World Health Organization, because you heard about that, right? We're, we're getting out of the World Health Organization. So see, that's Trump fighting for our rights, according to Q and the Trump supporters, right? Oh, or is it just a bait and switch? Trump, at the same time, gives billions to Bill Gates' funded, founded Gabby. We're going to look at what Gabby is in a second. So this is all a lie, all a ruse. Trump's doing nothing to protect us, nor will he. And this is just one more total proof of that. In mid-May, U.S. President Donald Trump announced that the U.S. would be ending their financial support for the World Health Organization and COVID-19 relief. The move was lambasted in the mainstream press as an out-of-touch politician pulling funding from a vital global health organization during the middle of the pandemic. And what that does is it sends the signal to all the Trump supporters and all the Q supporters that, see, Trump is fighting for us. Look at the mainstream media attacking him. He is a good guy. And this is just further proof. While they ignore all of the other wicked stuff he's done that I've been documenting now solid for like i don't know about two years that's all ignored uh actually no it's it's more about a year and six months around there yeah we'll we'll ignore all that i've, I've got at this point i don't know close to 100 pages of documentation exposing trump and i'm talking really 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 bad child molesting type stuff i've, I've went over all this before nobody's i haven't had one person come back to me be able to refute one link i've put out so far because it's so flagrant so obvious his past is so horrible and so horrific and his past associations and current associations are so bad and so horrific that you can't (laughs) it cannot be argued you have to just willingly ignore the facts to think trump is a good guy and he's for us and this is just more uh proof of that Um, So anyway, to Trump supporters, the decision was met with typical cheering and celebration as another Trump victory against the globalists. To understand what is actually going on, we need to examine Donald Trump's actions, not his tweets or media statements. Let us start by looking at the funding provided by the U.S. government to the WHO in previous years. The latest numbers from fiscal year 2018, numbers are not available for 2019 to 20 yet, show an estimated... 286.281.6 million given to the WHO from the United States. The records indicate that after the U.S. government, Bill Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, are the second and third top financiers of the WHO. The U.S. defunding the WHO actually tightens the technocrats' already firm grip on another globalization, global institution in this case, the WHO, which is basically the United Nations, which is basically the coming backbone of the New World Order. This means that when Donald Trump stated the U.S. will no longer fund the WHO, the Gates Foundation, Bill Gates, and the Ga- and Gabby stepped in to the top financial role of that funding process. Additionally, Gabby was founded by and largely by Bill and Melinda Gates as well. So it's all Bill and Melinda Gates that's funding the WHO now. 
<laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And um, either way, Bill Gates is the top donor and will continue to expand his influence and dominance of the global health policy. As reported in part two of my Bill Gates investigation, there's a link to that here. In 2010, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation launched the Decades of Vaccine and called for a global vaccine action plan. Since that time, they've only grown their network and influence on the WHO, Gavi, and other organizations in order to shape public health policy in a way that reaps profits for Bill Gates, the Gates uh, family themselves. While Trump supporters viewed the U.S. withdrawal from the WHO financing as a win for nationalism and a black eye to the globalists, the truth is a bit more nuanced. In early June, the Trump administration declared support for Gavi to the tune of $1.16 billion donation by our government. Trump, Trump administration did this. Trump's support of Gavi came via the first ever virtual global vaccine summit. There's a link to that here. At the summit, Gavi surpassed the goal of $7.4 billion, instead raising $8.8 billion dollars and securing commitments from the most major nations around the world. Gavi even received a $5 million donation from the Rockefeller Foundation. Oh, one of the top families of the Illuminati. Isn't that wonderful? Gavi stated that the funding will go to routine immunization programs and will help fund the private-public partnership to play a major role in the rollout of the future COVID-19 vaccine. Isn't that wonderful? More than 25 heads of state and 50 leaders of international agencies, NGOs, and private industry attended the fundraising event. UN Secretary Guterres stated that the vaccine would not be enough and instead called for global solidarity to ensure that every person everywhere gets access to the vaccine that we don't even have yet and that will do nothing but kill you. Isn't that wonderful? Because they care so much. Satan cares so much, guys. It's just something you got to understand about Satan. He cares so much. Guterres also noted that our individual health depends upon our collective health. Oh, man, you heard the herd immunity stuff. If one's not vaccinated, it doesn't matter if 99.99999% of the population's vaccinated. That one, that 0.000000001% will negate everything. You know? It's unbelievable. It was at the Global Vaccine Summit where a pre-recorded message from Donald Trump was played. In his video, and you're going to hear him in a second, in his video statement, Trump said UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson asked him to record a message. During his short speech, Donald Trump stated, it's great to be partnering with you. We will work hard. We will work strong. Trump also called COVID-19 mean and nasty and said, it has to, and said that it has shown there's no borders and it doesn't discriminate. Trump's support for Gavi was echoed on the Twitter account for the United States Agency for International Development, or USAD. And they USAD echoes real Donald Trump's words and is proud to be partners of some tweet, partnering with Gavi by committing $1.16 billion to protect people through vaccines. Because hashtag vaccines work. Yes, they do work to kill you and to sterilize you and to dumb you down and to defile your dna yes they do work in that regard i couldn't agree more gavi and usad it should be noted that usad has also been accused of creating fake social media networks in an attempt to foment unrest in four nations as well 
So they're all they're obviously above board. It has been said that USAD, who first announced the pledge of 1.16 billion in February, the Trump administration included the 1.16 billion commitment as part of the budget for fiscal years of 2020 and 20 through 2023 the budget for fiscal year 2021 included 290 million dollars given to gavi the vaccine um, research development company remember that the records from fiscal year 2018 show an estimated 281.6 million um uh went to the world health organization from the u.s the Trump administration's announcement that an initial $290 million investment uh, to Gabby easily surpassed the U.S.'s investment to the WHO. Over the next three years, the U.S. will give more than $800 million to Gabby for their vaccine programs because Trump cares about you so much. He's fighting. Remember, remember what he said during his initial thing? He says, I'll never fail you. I'll always fight for you. I'm going to build that wall. He's a pathological, narcissistic, Luciferian liar from the pit of hell. That's what Trump is, okay? If you hadn't figured that one out at this point. Once again, this puts Bill Gates and his organizations at the top of the global health pyramid. So what did Mr. Gates have to say about the success of the Global Vaccine Summit? Well, here's what he said, quote, since its inception, Gavi has helped vaccinate more than three quarters of a billion children. Can you imagine the untold suffering that Gavi's already done then? Wow. And now it's stepping up and saying it's when you say Gavi, you're saying Bill Gates as well. He's their main funder. Okay, so it's all one and the same. And now it's stepping up and saying it's willing to deliver a COVID-19 vaccine as soon as one is available to end this pandemic as soon as possible. He said at the summit, we must renew our commitment to delivering every life-saving vaccine there is to every child on earth, said Bill Gates, the Satanist, Luciferian, blood-drinking, child-sacrificing, transgender devil that he is. We know he'd never do us wrong. We know he only has the most purest intentions for us, humanity at large. The Trump's administration's support for the development of the vaccines to fight COVID-19 is also visible in a more recent virtual event organized by the Global Citizen and European Commission. On June 27th, the Global Citizen hosted the Global Goal, Unite for the Future, the concert, which was supported by Bloomberg Philanthropies, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Welcome Trust, the Corporate Partners City, and Procter Gamble, a well-known Luciferian company from way back, uh, Verizon and Vodafone. Once again, the fund raised at the event went to the Gates-founded Gavi so that they're going to force vaccinate us all. During the event, Kelly Kraft, the United States ambassador to the United Nations, announced the U.S. commitment of $545 million for Gavi towards the COVID-19 relief efforts. Isn't this all, all just satanically wonderful? At the May 2020 virtual summit, also organized by the European Commission, the Trump administration committed to giving another $775 million in emergency health, humanitarian, economic, and development aid for governments, international organizations, and charities fighting the pandemic. At the same time, the, uh, at the same event, Bill and Melinda Gates contributed another $125 million. So you've got Gates and Trump being an absolute total lockstep with one another. 
absolute lockstep on their on their their giving billions to the tune of billions of dollars to gavi which primary goal is the COVID 19 vaccine forced upon everyone taken together the may payment of 775 million the early june announcement of 1.16 billion and the later june gift of 445 million these taxpayer funded investments will, will provide abundant resources from us the taxpayer via trump thank you trump to gavi and subsequently the bill and melinda gates foundation these funds easily outweigh the paltry two uh 281 million the u.s was giving to the who originally it is important to understand that the who is part of the united nations which itself is an intergovernmental organization that is attempting to replace nation states as we know them today in favor of the global governance schemes Gavi is a public-private partnership where governmental bodies and private organizations partner up to provide some sort of public service. Neither of these organizations has been elected by the free people of the nations in which they operate. Despite this fact, the Trump administration is continuing to give billions to Gavi and in so doing, furthering Bill Gates' goal to vaccinate and depopulate 7 billion people. Trump may also uh may have pulled funds from the who but that decision allows gates to take full control of the who policy and continue to use taxpayer u.s dollars to fund vaccine projects included including a rushed covid 19 vaccine this was likely the plan the whole time so isn't that wonderful trump's looking out for us so much here and and again we're going to go into this a little deeper I wasn't going to play this a little bit redundant, but I think you need to hear this because this is Donald Trump partners with Satan, the Gates funding global vaccine Alliance and the sources for this video. I listed them all below and I'll just, I'll list them out now. Donald Trump and Gavi, uh, then us, uh, pledges 8.8 billion for Gavi, the vaccine Alliance exceeding the goal. We, we talked about this a little bit, uh, what what the gabby believes is the anything anti-vax info is a disease and should be censored so that's what gabby stands for um trump appoints big farm executives connected to bill gates to head the vaccine developments i mean you know you you can't trump is a devil from the pit of hell is what he is and I, I've got a lot more I want to cover on Trump. I've, I just keep trying to get to it every week, and it just keeps getting pushed out of the news cycle. But I'm getting there. So this is Donald Trump partners with the Bill Gates funded Global Vaccine Alliance. So we're going to go ahead and listen to this now. And hey everyone, this is Derek Bros of the Conscious Resistance Network, and today we are going to talk about vaccines, Donald Trump, and for those of you who support Donald Trump. I'm going to show you that you can't rely on Donald Trump or the federal government or really anyone to protect you from a coming mandatory vaccine or some sort of social engineering scheme whereby if you don't have this vaccine, maybe a measles vaccine or a COVID-19 vaccine, you won't be able to operate in normal life. You won't be able to go to work, travel, school, etc. So we're going to get into all of that and more. But first, I want to remind you guys to bookmark my website, theconsciousresistance.com, which you can see right here weekly basis so you're not relying on controlled social media platforms and this is where you're going to get all of our books our so much more information that we've been creating here for the live join our discord channel do so at patreon.com gavi the global vaccine alliance 
which we'll talk more about in just a second, put out this video with Donald Trump, which just says he, Donald Trump, I'm not sure why it says that, from June 5th, so it's almost a month ago now, and it says Global Vaccine Summit 2020. The UK-hosted Global Vaccine Summit heralds a new era of global health collaboration as world leaders show overwhelming commitment to equitable immunization coverage and global health security in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. The virtual event raised $8.8 billion from 32 gov governments and 12 foundations, corporations, and organizations to immunize 300 million children and su support the fight against COVID-19. So, Global Vaccine Summit brought to you by Gavi, Global Vaccine Alliance, and here are Donald Trump's statements. Check this out. Gavi operates with great transparency and <laughs> Boris Johnson is somebody with tremendous respect for you and everything you do. He oh, called, yeah. he said, do you think right. you could do something maybe around the Oval Office or right by the Oval Office? I said, why not? It happens to be right behind me. As the coronavirus has shown, there are no borders. It doesn't discriminate. It's mean, it's nasty, but we're going to all take care of it together. It's great to be partnering with you. We will work hard. We will work strong. Send my regards to Boris and good luck. Let's get the end. Remember, Gavi is Bill Gates. Okay. That's what Gavi is, essentially. Now, of course, we could argue that was pretty vague and that Donald Trump really didn't you know, say too much there. Well, but... What's not vague is all the money he's flat out giving to Gavi. That's not vague. That's a fact. Clearly, he said Boris Johnson of the UK called on him. And here you can see Justin Trudeau of uh, Canada, who put out his Gavi Alliance yeah, video as well. The so they've devil. got all the world leaders putting out their support videos, um, talking about, you know, how they're going to get behind the billions of dollars being raised for the Global Vaccine Alliance for a COVID-19 vaccine. So again, Donald Trump is here in this video partnering with Gavi, and even though he does his usual rambling talk, you know, talk about being at the White House or whatever, he's clearly in support of this. Um, otherwise, I don't think he would be making this statement. Now, let's give you a little bit of background for those who might be new. I've talked about the Global Vaccine Alliance before. Actually, last May, Global Vaccine Alliance said that anti-vax info is a disease and should be censored. This came out from Reuters. We covered that article there. These statements were from the CEO of Gavi, and we talked about the rise of propaganda related to vaccines. And then you go here to Gavi.org, our alliance, and it describes what, they're, what they are, how they operate. Uh, of course, you see here the World Health Organization, the World Bank. But what it is is they're showing what, um, I guess, the makeup of Gavi, the, and it's World Bank, UNICEF, WHO, government donors, CEO of Gavi, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, independent individuals, civil society vaccine industry industrialized countries vaccine industry developing country i mean every wicked thing you can imagine that's what gavi is lots of global organizations and here you go bill and melinda gates foundation independent and in individuals the vaccine industry so that's what they do they promote vaccines right on their website showing you this and we can go here this is from 2007 bill and melinda gates foundation statement on the advanced market commitment for pneumococcal vaccine so for at least the last decade more than a decade uh, bill and melinda gates have been involved in gavi and of course you may remember that in 2010 bill and melinda gates launched the uh decade of vaccines and that's kind of what we're coming to a conclusion now coincidentally at the same time that covid 19 is spreading around the world so Trump is issuing a statement 
it's on the Gavi Vaccine Alliance uh, YouTube channel, and you notice they turned off comments so nobody can say anything. They turned off the like and dislike count so nobody knows what you know what that's about. Um, then let's go a little further, guys. For those of you who need more evidence that Donald Trump is not going to protect you on vaccines, because I know that I've had people recently saying, no, 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 he's not going to push mandatory vaccines because in recent weeks he said, that you know he's aware some people don't want the vaccines but saying you're aware people don't want the vaccines is a lot different than saying we're not going to force them or we're not going to use other methods to try to socially engineer and pressure them to do so now here he is speaking last year april 26 2019 this is on msnbc's youtube channel but these are donald trump's own words and here he is on the measles outbreak you guys remember last year it was like measles are spreading elsewhere everywhere it's the anti-vaxxers fault and, you know, we need people to get the shots. Well, here's Donald Trump uh, last year, April 2019, being asked about the measles outbreak that was going on at that time or that we were being told about and what he thinks about it. They have to get the shot. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shots. This is really going around right now. They have to get their shots. Let me just do that one more time for those of you who think this is some fake news. They have to get the shot. The vaccinations are so important. This is really going around now. They have to get their shots. Now, unless you're one of these people who believe that he's doing 40 chess and this is just a fake out move so that, you know, the people, the deep state doesn't realize he's actually against vaccines and he's going to save the people. I mean, unless you want to believe in that fantasy, then it's clear. Look, the guy's doing Gavi videos now. Uh, he's saying you got to get the shots right here. But let's go a little further. Maybe there's more evidence that can point to this. Oh, here's an article I wrote last month, or back in May now, almost two months ago. Trump appoints big pharma executive con uh, connected to Bill Gates to head vaccine developments. On Friday, Donald Trump announced his appointment of Monsef Slowy, a former executive with vaccine manufacturer GlaxoSmithKline, to lead Operation Warp Speed, which is Trump's plan to fast-track development of vaccines for COVID-19. And, of course, we've talked about this. Operation Warp, Warp Speed is focusing on four vaccines with the hopes in, of testing and producing 100 million doses by October 2020, 200 million by December, and 300 million doses by January. And uh, they said that this is a credible goal by January 2021. Operation Warp Speed calls for public-private partnerships to mimic the National Institutes of Health's recent call for bringing together pharmaceutical companies. Uh, the NIH plan called Accelerating COVID-19 Therapeutic Interventions and Vaccine Partnerships. So they put, the NIH put that out. Remember, you got to understand the NIH, NIH has connections to Gates uh, through Fauci and elsewhere. Then Trump announces Operation Warp Speed to rush that. And then he appoints a freaking big pharma exec, but not just any big pharma exec, a vaccine manufacturer, the former executive from GlaxoSmithKline, which has produced all kinds of vaccines. And they have definitely been held liable and called out for some of the dangers of their vaccines. So just to reiterate, Donald Trump putting out a statement from Gavi, the Global Vaccine Alliance, which has called for censoring and quote unquote anti-vax info as a disease and is partnered with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Donald Trump in 2019 says they have to get the shots. The vaccines are so important. They have to get the shots. Donald Trump in May 2020 appointing a big pharma exec vaccine manufacturer from GlaxoSmithKline to head Operation Warp Speed, which is condensing 10 years worth of vaccine research down into months. And then let me just go a little further here. In my Bill Gates piece, my three-part investigation um, for The Last American Vagabond, let me just search. I think I have Gavi written about in 
one of these articles, maybe not, maybe I never mentioned Gavi. Well, yeah, here we go. So this is from part three of my uh, Bill Gates investigation. It uh, talks about, uh, as a 2015 report titled Philanthropic Power and Development, Who Shapes the Agenda, examines the influence of global philanthropy and provides examples of the undue influence Gates and others can wield. The report outlines much of what I describe in part one of this investigation, how, quote, through the placement of foundations, staff, and decision-making bodies of international organizations and global health partnerships, the Gates Foundation influences and guides public health policy. The Gates Foundation is not only a, mo a board member on Ga with Gavi, which we just talked about, but the Global Fund, the Partnership for Matern uh, Maternal, it goes on and on. But the point is, Gavi is partnered with the Gates Foundation, and here you go again. As I said a few moments ago, in 2010, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation launched the Decades of Vaccines and called for a global vaccine action plan. They also helped create the public-private partnership known as Gavi, or the Global uh, Alliance for Vaccines and Immunizations. And they provided a five-year pledge of $750 million as seed money to launch this in 2000. So they helped kick this off in 2000. They are continuing to give money through the 2000s and up into this day. And then Gavi's growing. Now they're a huge influential organization when it comes to COVID-19 vaccines. Last year, they're saying anti-vax info needs to be uh, you know, removed because it's a disease. Uh, last year, Trump is saying he supports the measles shots. They got to get the shots. They're so important. This year, he does a statement in partnership with Gavi, which again is connected to the Gates. It's connected to, you know, with all these people. Trump's appointing uh, vaccine manufacturers to head up Operation Warp Speed. I don't know how much more evidence you guys need, but I just wanted to reiterate that for those of you out there who, for some reason, are still thinking that Donald Trump's going to save the day and keep you safe. I hope you will examine this evidence. I'll include all the relevant links in the uh, description below the video. And continue to do your research, guys. Continue to ask questions. Please share this with any Trump supporters that you know. This is not an attack on Trump. It's just exposing the truth. And people need to understand that, that the only way we're going to make it through this world of contact tracing, immunity passports, mandatory vaccinations, or even just social engineering to push vaccines is to come together in communities. This is what I talk about in my most recent book, How to Opt Out of the Technocratic State, and it is available for free on this website. Please go download it. Please learn more about it because we are... Obviously, he's not coming at this from a Christian perspective, but I mean, I do believe, yes, coming together, uh, networking regarding this information is important, though. But, yeah. Um, so then, the next report, uh, Fauci's remdesivir uh, costs $9 a dose. <clears throat> but it will be sold at $3,000 per treatment. Because, you know, they don't care about the money, you know. The one person behind the promotion of Gilead's remdesivir is the doctor who has worked with Gilead for a long time, and that's Dr. Fauci, of course. He has also downplayed and criticized the much the use of the much cheaper drug hydroxychloroquine which we talked about earlier can there be any uncertainty as to why dr fauci who worked closely with gilead is strongly promoting its more expensive and much less effective medication which has already failed against ebola over a readily available market markably affordable medication with a 91 success rate 91 percent success rate okay that's if you use hydroxychloroquine with zinc that's when you get it but again what if you added the other stuff to it and why do you even need hydroxychloroquine at the end of the day because most of the time that wouldn't even be, be necessary today pharmaceutical giant gilead announced the pricing for its coronavirus drug remdesivir 
Gilead said the drug will cost $520 per vial or $3,120 for a six-vial treatment. A previous report on Bloomberg noted the cost to manufacture remdesivir is only $9 per treatment. So all you got to do is follow the money. Okay, totally ineffective drug against COVID-19. But they're going to bump the price. Only cost them 9 bucks per treatment. But they're going to charge you $3,120, over 3000 bucks to get something that won't even work. Hydroxychloroquine is only $1 per treatment. I mean, as far as what it costs them to manufacture. The Association of American Physicians and Surgeons filed a lawsuit against the Department of Health and Human Services and the FDA for irrational interference by the FDA with timely access to hydroxychloroquine. Never in the history have we seen such a determined effort by scientific community and pharmaceutical industry to downplay and lie about the use of a successful drug to treat a disease. Hydroxychloroquine is the first choice in a study of 6,000 doctors treating the coronavirus. And again, when that's all you've got at your disposal, okay, I get it. I understand. The MDs are brainwashed. They don't, they're not even taught anything about nutrition at all uh, in their schooling. I hope they're taught at least that you got to have zinc with hydroxychloroquine for it to work. I hope they at least are taught that, but, you know. Uh, in the field and in independent testing, hydroxychloroquine displayed amazing results in treating the COVID-19 uh, virus. So, we have that. Okay, to, and then to segue, um, we have this report, which I believe I might have played this uh, earlier, but it segues nice with the drug rem- remdesivir, which causes, you know, takes nine bucks to produce but they're going to charge over three grand for a a six uh i don't know test tube vial of it or whatever fauci uh pushes the sperm killing covid19 drug remdesivir so it it kills the sperm and again a lot of this is about making money yes a lot of it's about devastating us but a lot of this also is about totally sterilizing humanity i don't think i bring that up enough but that's a big very large angle with the vaccines most likely this vaccine will be a total sterilization agent like so many vaccines are but this is going to be the extra special death dose vaccine it's going to do so many fun fun and wonderful things to you uh, and i hope none of you ever get it but i'm just saying that anybody that would get it this is what it will do well it's come out that COVID 19 according to chinese studies and some others now in some rundown people that don't have enough zinc or vitamin d3 in their body it's why newsom doesn't want you in the sun it's maximum death. Yeah, true. So they can get those numbers up and keep martial law going true. until the Democrats seize total the, control. The reason he said that is because vitamin D3 is manufactured when sunlight hits your skin, preferably between the, the hours of 10 and 2, um, where you'll, you're going to get maximum sunlight exposure on the skin, and that's what causes your body to manufacture vitamin D3. Okay? Um, that's the natural way to get D3. So they don't want you in the sun because that's a, that's a way you can get D3 and not even have to supplement with it. But it turns out that the drug that is being pushed uh, by Fauci now as a treatment for it, even though it, even their fake study does like not even 10% decrease in the death rate, if you believe them, it's all fraud, but who believes any of it? It turns out that the remdesivir GS5734 treatment in the model of Mears COVID infection destroys your testicles 
That is great. So the virus attacks your testicles, and the treatment attacks your testicles. Yeah, there was there was some uh, I don't know before evidence saying that it the COVID nineteen virus does attack males' testicles. Background on GS five seven three four, a novel promising medicine COVID nineteen. This is BioRx. IV. The results indicated that after treatment with GS5734, the total sperm count and male sperm rate showed downward trends. The abnormal sperm rate showed an increasing trend. Oh, so it also deforms them. So you have less sperm and they're deformed. That's nice. How loving. <laughs> they just call it D-testicle, D-ball. Call it castration. As compared with the control group, GS5734, the daily dose of 150. The PG mouse caused a significant decrease in sperm concentration and mobility. So they're, they're dying, they're deformed, they can't swim. And a significant increase of abnormal sperm rate with 50 UG mouse drug treatment led to the significant decrease in sperm mobility and an increase in abnormal sperm data. So, listen, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. <laughs> Laugh. It's just like Bill Gates has been indicted in countries where, like, they, they'll, give, they'll give kids shots in the village and, like, a third of them will die in a week. I mean, it's like, yep, it's unbelievable what this guy gets away with. And this he, is, won't, he won't in hell, though. Oh, he won't get away with nothing in hell. Rich people spend all their time doing is playing God. So, hey, if you don't want to have kids or you don't want your kids to ever have kids and, and you want them to get cancer, enjoy yourselves. And if you want to play in traffic, there's major highways around. Just run out in front of cars if you want. I mean, whatever you do, though, don't tell people zinc is good for you. Just, just. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't tell them about any of the other alternatives. This just came out. Uh <clears throat> An experimental vaccine for COVID-19 is being developed by CanSinoBiologics, Inc. of Tinian, China, in partnership with China's Academy of Military Medical Sciences Institute of Biotechnology. So I'm glad the military is getting involved. Uh, a phase one human clinical trial of a COVID-19 vaccine has been completed in China involving 108 volunteers ranging from 45 to 60 years old. This is all linked and referenced here. In that trial, 87, or in this particular thing 81 percent of the 108 participants suffered at least one adverse reaction within seven days of the vaccine now who knows what's going to happen over their lifetime but even within seven days 81 percent had an adverse reaction okay um life site news reports on june 26th that the cansino uh this this vaccine employs a chimpanzee adenovirus vector this doesn't sound like a witch's brew to me that uses the hek 293 cell line derived from the tissue of an aborted baby yeah so yet one more vaccine in production now that combines aborted babies fetal cell lines and then in this case also with a chimpanzee adenovirus vector what could possibly go wrong 
commingling DNAs of different species and aborted babies. I'm sure there's no spiritual curse component there at all. No, I'm sure God's very well pleased with this. Yeah, yeah. And then a comment about this. Uh, I read the threat of fetal DNA vaccines. Dr. Teresa Deicher presents the dangers of residual human fetal DNA fragments are an unstudied risk to vaccine recipients. Yet there's a growing scientific body of knowledge demonstrating the high likelihood of autoimmune response and gene mutations in children with genetic vulnerability. Oh, it's a, it's a horrible, horrible thing. But yeah, it's the new normal. And then a uh, listener, Rob, wrote me. Thanks again, brother, for all you do. Keeping the body of Christ informed, educated regarding the biggest satanic end times event that has ever been hoisted upon this nation. Uh, we are watching the scam of a lifetime being ushered in by the wicked satanic men in high places. I was forwarded this story and would like to share it with you. And uh, it was... Um, it, this is a report of a lady who received an experimental COVID-19 vaccine 16 weeks ago. Which, if my math is correct, puts us back in March. And he says, wasn't that when things were just ramping up here in America? How is a vaccine made in that fast a form from a supposed unknown virus that came from some bat snake market in China? Yeah, if that official narrative is the truth, then I am the queen of China. It sounds to me like the vaccine was already created and waiting in the wings to be unleashed on the people in this country, sick and satanic through and through. Well, yeah, like I said, they, in 2005, they we're going to talk about that, how 196 countries signed off on the whole thing, essentially, that we're going through now. So, yeah, this has been in the works for a long time. A long, long time. Now, Myra, and it's the article is first Seattle volunteer in human COVID-19 vaccine trial says she feels fantastic. Why couldn't they say she felt fantabulous? You know, something like where you commingle fantastic and I don't know, other words together. Fantabulous. I just made a new word. Sure, she feels Fantastic. Yeah, nobody's questioning the fact that they started this trial back in March when supposedly they won't even have a vaccine to the end of the year. Nothing to see here, just keep moving along. And my response was yes, and that would prove that they had all this ready to go long before we ever heard about COVID-19. I mean, this just came out. And this is this is the documentary. Claims COVID-19 pandemic is a live simulation exercise which 196 countries signed off in way back in 2005 15 years ago but again nothing to see here just keep moving there's a major documentary confirming something many of us have known for certain in recent times the entire covid 19 uh world shutdown is part of a live training and simulation exercise run by the unscrupulous who and united nations as documented in their global preparedness monitoring board's annual 2019 report and their international health regulation treaty of 2005 in which 194 uh, countries signed off in which pretty much establishes a world government so evidently this is how they're going to establish the world government is through the COVID 19 thing so that's why they they're pushing all their chips in on this because once you start this thing in motion you can't undo it you can't take a step back this is how they're going to bring us into the new world order through COVID-19. I mean, yeah, I know there's a lot of other stuff going on, but this seems to be the main backbone for it. 
all to happen. I, I said this back in 2006. The whole vaccine angle, the, the pandemic angle is probably going to be the way they bring us into the new world order. And it's turning out to be that way. A little different way than I thought, but not so much. You know, the vaccine angle is the main angle, which is the one I emphasized all the way back in 2006. Um, this establishes the world government of the WHO and the United Nations and high-level international GM PBs, along with other sponsors, Bill and Melinda Gates, and the Welcome Trust and other unnamed donors. Please share this video widely. People in the office have failed their oaths to protect the people, and we, the people, need to wake up and do something definitive about it. Now, I give you the link to this report, but it's like, I don't know, it's like an hour and a half or something or two hours. I can't play it here. But I've had several listeners email this to me it's just more confirmation of what we've already covered every government has been complicit in the destruction of their own country's economy the vast suffering of their people brought on by these massive shutdowns and house arrests and assaults on the psyche as people have lost their jobs their livelihood their purpose in life social life and were held back from any normalcy and going outdoors even to the sanctuaries of nature but forced to wear masks in public instead and submit to police tyranny Meanwhile, small and large businesses have crashed. Families have been prevented from seeing their elderly relatives in hospice. Many have died alone. Hospitals are cooking up numbers for the COVID-19 deaths. And the MSM plays out the strings of new cases and the new deaths. All lies. So again, there's the, the link to that report if you want to avail yourself to that. Okay, so continuing on, next report. Common sense tells you that if they make you wear a mask, they will make you take a vaccine and make you take the digital immunity passport. See, it's a progression. And this is why I've been emphasizing so much to resist the mask wearing because this is the initial phase where, where they're indoctrinating them into the, into the cult. So, oh, I'm fully compliant with the mask wearing. Obviously, I'm going to most likely be fully compliant with the uh, vaccination because you trust them enough to say oh i gotta wear a mask now i understand there's some people that you know it's conditional for work and things of this nature i'm more talking about just being out in public and things of this nature um and voluntarily wearing the masks and most of the people that are you see i mean especially the ones like literally driving around with masks on exercising with masks on there's a very very high likelihood they're going to beg for the for the vaccine you know they're just waiting for that and so it's a progression that we're talking about here so this report starts out by saying as of, as of the as of this writing fines are being issued for not wearing a mask in los angeles florida massachusetts texas new mexico and other states rapidly coming online well i mentioned colorado earlier and you know as well but none of these states care one whit about you wearing a mask it is about you getting in line and obeying the order so that when the vaccine comes you will be too afraid not to take it <clears throat> and if they can make you wear a mask they can make you wear they can make you take the vaccine and then getting you to take the digital immunity passport will be a piece of cake as the old saying goes you're being groomed i'm not the world's smartest person i've never claimed to be but it doesn't take a genius to look at what's happening right now and then be able to rightly ascertain what will likely follow after all, does not Solomon in all of his wisdom tell us that there's nothing new under the sun? History is a fantastic barometer of the future will hold. And there's nothing like a King James Bible that has recorded the history to show us what the future will bring. So it is right now with the mandatory mask wearing that you shall know that which follows. And he gives Ecclesiastes 1, 9, and 10. The thing that hath been, it is which shall be. 
and that which is done is that which shall be done and there is no new thing under the sun is there anything whereof it may be said see this is new it hath already been done of old time which was before us my buddy andy and i went to a local steak house uh, and seafood joint here in saint augustine for lunch yesterday the hostess informed us that we were now required if we wanted to sit and eat to wear a mask which i thought was odd as i looked around the restaurant not a single person there at their table had a mask on and the restaurants are the most insane thing of them all because you have to wear one to go in but as soon as you sit down you magically become immune and now you don't have to wear the mask you can't you can't contract COVID-19 or pass it on to anyone. It's a magical thing that happens. Once you sit down at the table, now as soon as you get up, then it's game on again and you have to have the mask on or you're going to infect everybody within a 90-mile radius, obviously. So, Or you're going to get infected. <clears throat> so uh, everyone was touching their face. Some coughed, one sneezed. No one seemed to be alarmed. So I asked the hostess why I had to put a mask on. She informed me that the town now demanded a mask must be worn when admitted to the rest. See, this is all about asinine control. Getting us to submit to the most asinine, stupid, dumb things just for the sake of complying with Satan. I won't do any of this, okay? I haven't done any of this yet. And if they told me that I have to, I will turn right around and walk away probably hand them one of my flyers on that or i will show them my um exemption per the executive order roy, roy cooper that i mentioned earlier uh, that's probably what i do or i might just walk out. i don't know I, I i don't have a lot of tolerance for this and um <clears throat> i'm not saying i'm mean or i yell or cuss at anybody i'm just i don't have a lot of tolerance for for evil pure evil and that's what this is all about uh, so she informed me the town now demanded a mask must be worn to be admitted into the restaurant, but could be taken down immediately upon city down grumbling and aggravated. We went to Andy's truck. We found two masks, put them on and went back inside. Do you see what just happened here? No one was being kept safe from COVID-19. No germs were being stopped from spreading because not a single patron had a mask on. But what was happening was the city of St. Augustine was grooming me, conditioning me to accept the order. And if I refused, I would be locked out of the system. Today, it's about a mask. Tomorrow will be the vaccine. And then the digital ID 20, ID 2020, which we've talked about at length. Prepare yourself for the ID 2020 COVID-19 immunity passport that combines digital identi identity with vaccinations, blockchain, and nanotechnology. And the blockchain will be how you buy, sell, or trade. And this is really moving very, very closely into the mark of the beast. Without it, you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade, remember. I will never take the vaccine, and I, and I will certainly never receive the immunity passport, ID 2020. And yes, there is a price to pay for that. I'm prepared to pay it. Are you? Um, along those lines, I'm going to play this video after this. So we have this report. Mass tracking, COVID pass, immunity passports slated to roll out in 15 countries a british cybersecurity country in partnership with the several tech firms is rolling out the covid pass in 15 countries around cross world see it doesn't matter that the thing's fading out it doesn't matter that it's a total joke at this point it doesn't matter because they've already committed to this so what i'm doing to them is irrelevant even though you could point out every single thing about how what a farce and a scam this is to Satan, that doesn't matter. 
they're going full steam ahead no matter what because they're all in they've committed to this again this has been known about since 2005 essentially uh, a digital health passport will contain your COVID-19 test history and other relevant health information. According to the company's website, the passport objective is to safely return to work and resume social interactions by providing authorities with up-to-date and authenticated health information, like they care about any of that anyway. These objectives mirror those that Bill Gates has um, been promoting since the start of the COVID-19 lockdown. In an essay written by Gates in April, he lays out his support for the draconian measures taken in response to the virus. And like many old-timey mob bosses suggest that solutions to this deliberately imposed problem, ironically, um, uh, ironically, Gates began to make his case for the adoption of mass tracking and surveillance technology in the U.S. by saying that, quote, for now, the United States can follow Germany's example. He then touts the advantages of the voluntary adoption of digital tools so we can remember where we have been and we can choose to share it with whomsoever interviews you about your contacts and here's on a smartphone what it'll look like it's called covey pass and current status negative uh, hair color eye color name it's basically going to become your new modified id and passport all in one it sounds like Kobe Pass. Kobe Pass promises to work as a digital health passport allowing users deemed uninfected to attend public gatherings, among other privileges. Gates goes on to predict that the ability to attend public events in the near future will depend upon the discovery of an effective treatment, oh, that alone be vaccines, but he remains pessimist, pessimistic that any such cure will be good enough in the short term to make people feel safe to go out, safe enough to go out again, oh, of course, of course. These warnings by the multi-billionaire dovetail perfectly with the stated purposes of the aforementioned COVID pass, whose development is also likely carried out in partnership with red strike group a sports marketing consultancy firm that is working with england's premier league and project restart to parse ticket sales and only make them available to people who have tested negative for the virus and the sports whole professional sports thing is going to be intricately commingled and linked up with this okay so you know they will be 100 percent in lockstep nothing nothing's ever going to be the same guys i, I don't see how it even we're ever going to remotely get to anything resembling um, what we've seen in the past. I mean, it would be an absolute miracle based on the reports I'm presenting to you on a week-in, week-out basis. Uh, now I'm going to play this report. It's V for vaccine, T for transhumanism. Uh, I'm going to play about a 10-minute clip of this. The world of medicine has seen its share of miracle cures, from the polio vaccine to heart transplants. Now, this is from the show I Am Legend with Will Smith that I've played several clips in my original uh, avian flu presentation that I did in 06. I had the, uh, this, I had slides from that film in that presentation, and this is a part of the uh, of I Am Legend that I've talked about probably the most. This clip here from I Am Legend, okay? So let me just back it up again and start uh, over here. The world of medicine has seen its share of miracle cures, from the polio vaccine to heart transplants, but all past achievements may pale in comparison to the work of Dr. Alice Crippen. The polio vaccine, which is a total farce, We've proven that in many previous studies. And 
you know, heart transplants? I mean, is that really what we need to be focusing in on when most of the time, if someone has, quote, heart disease, it's because they're plaqued up, you know, and their heart's not functioning because of their ho totally horrific poor diet, because of their dietary choices. Yes, you, there, there's some genetic factors that come, can come into play, hypercholesterolemia and things of this nature. But again, you know, the most extreme things that they tout as medical miracles, if you actually look at them in depth, you know, it's really not that impressive compared to what could be done if we just went natural routes. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. That's cool. So, Dr. Crippen, give it to me in a nutshell. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. This is the vaccine for cancer that she's talking about. And this is before the outbreak on I Am Legend, before they found out that the wonderful vaccine turned you into a zombie 99% of the time. And only like 0.00 whatever percent of the population, Will Smith was one of them, wasn't turned into a zombie. Okay, but they were cancer-free zombies. So there was an advantage. They were cancer-free zombies. That I will give them. Talking about a virus. Indeed, yes, in this case, the measles um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. Um, and I, I find the best way to describe it is if you, can, if you can imagine your body as a highway and you picture the virus as a very fast car um, being driven by a very bad man, Imagine the damage that that car could cause. <laughs> then if you replace that man with a cop, the picture changes, and that's essentially what we've done. Now, how many people have you treated so far? Well, we've had 10,009 um, clinical trials in humans so far. And how many are cancer-free? 10,009. So you have actually cured cancer. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't already have 100 different ways to cure cancer. Hundreds of different ways to cure cancer. Cancer is just not cookie cutter, okay? There's a lot of different causes for it, but there's so many things that could potentially help it at this point, I don't wouldn't even know where to begin. I've got a gigantic file on it that I just send to people. I'm like, you're gonna have to do your own research. It's too vast, there's too many things that help it, and you're gonna have to do your own research on it. I don't have a cookie cutter protocol for it, but I know that there are myriads of, of cures that have been suppressed, people have been um, suicided and killed or either bought off just like the people that would figure out how to run a carburetor that gets 900 miles to the gallon that's been done or cars that run on water they're either suicided or bought off okay and that's that's how it goes and that's what the medical pharma cartels done to any real cancer cures over there's not granted there's some that they can't really do that in their natural products and whatever uh but some of these things are harder to get rid of because they're but they'll downplay it and they'll they'll come out with negative things about it and they'll they'll do a lot of that stuff to try to discredit it yes yes we have Neville. okay now it's going to a scene from i am legend uh with will smith in his laboratory he's trying to you know find a cure to the zombies so that they can be humans again basically it's working <laughs> zombies are coming they want to play they want to show you will smith how much they love him and they just want to commiserate really is what it's all about they just want to be friends stop stop, stop. i can save you i can save I 
could save you. And in the end, what ends up happening is, is a vial of his blood saves humanity. He says, I could say it's a, it's a whole blasphemous knockoff on what Jesus Christ did on the cross to save us. He saves humanity through his blood. He even says it here. It's blasphemy. But unless you're really paying attention, you might not even pick up on it. You are sick and I can help you. He's trying to reason with the zombies, which probably typically isn't going to work too well. I can, can fix this. I can save everybody. I can fix this. It's working. Three years later. So oh. it sounds far-fetched to the average. Oh, the, 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 just cut out there. Now this is Anthony Patch talking about this subject. He hasn't heard this before, but this is nothing new. But let's go beyond the rabies. Let's talk about um, people getting a flu shot or getting a you know avian flu inoculation. There is another very insidious disease, if you will, which is really a man-made disease. It's a biological construct um, called MERS coronavirus out of the Middle East. It's the Middle East Respiratory Syndrome. Um, it's made its way into Europe to a certain extent and eventually because of, you know, air travel, it will reach around the world. Um, it's another example of where inoculations or, or vaccines are being derived or they're trying to derive for um, that again I always like to go all the way to the end what's the purpose what's the goal if you have a man-made a man-made or engineered virus why was it created is it simply just to kill people well that's one part of it but if you go further and you go deeper than that, it is to get people to demand a vaccine, a shot, if you will, or a pill. Why would, if you're in a position of control, of power, of ultimate power, why would you want people to demand a vaccine? Well, it's because something's in the vaccine that you want people to then have as a part of their body. Exactly. Well, what is in the vaccine that you want everybody to have inside their body? It is a DNA manipulator or modifier. I mentioned earlier third strand DNA. There is already, and you can find this on the internet, um, in existence, a third strand of DNA constructed of silicon. Again, we go back to the silicon chip in computers. The third strand is made of silicon and is also coated in gold. If you talk about nanotechnology and nano layers, this is extremely thin coating of gold down to a billionth of a millimeter of gold that is coating the silicon from which you are building a third strand of DNA. The purpose of the gold is to increase the surface area around this strand so that more information can be digitally 
in part of a program. You're essentially what you're doing is you're creating a third strand of DNA. You are transferring that or imparting it into a person's body through a vaccine that that person's demanding because they're afraid of contracting MERS coronavirus or avian flu or whatever it may be. And now this was obviously made before the um, the COVID nineteen corona. Uh, MERS coronavirus is just a particular kind of there's a lot of different coronaviruses just the coronavirus itself is the common cold so understand this is before pre-COVID-19 that he said this but the principle applies perfectly and so the government if you will or the powers that be sit back and they kind of chuckle when they say well we couldn't have forced people to take this vaccine or to take this hidden third strand of DNA, they would rebel against it. But if we create the problem and present the solution, people will demand the solution, thus we achieve See, what they're hoping for right now with all of these alarmist, false, fake, lying headlines about COVID-19, we're all going to die and we're going to die tomorrow, even though the death rate's falling and the, you know, it's, it's becoming more and more of a non-issue by the day. What they're hoping is they're going to create enough panic and fervor within the sheeple people population that they're going to demand this vaccine and they're going to demonize anybody who would dare not go along with this herd satanic mentality. That's the goal. Ultimate goal of having this DNA in every person changed. Well, let's go deeper. What's the goal? What's the purpose? Yeah, you go around and change everybody's DNA. What do they become? They become a hybrid. Yeah. You change our DNA, we become... I mean, again, a third strand of DNA, which I've heard that these shapeshifters, these hybrids and hybrids and these things I've talked a lot about in the past with my alien uh, disclosure agendas. If you're not aware of that, just can um, alien disclosure... I've done several mega studies on that subject. And I have heard that talked a lot about is this third strand of DNA that, and I haven't even really talked about that as far as them introducing, I, I, I've said, yes, it's all about changing and defiling our DNA, but that's most likely one of the primary ways they're going to try to do it by introducing some type of third strain DNA that will go and commingle with our own. I mean, it's bad enough that they're, they're culturing these things off aborted babies and chimpanzee kidneys and um you know putting mercury and in, in uh formaldehyde which is in bombing fluid and aluminum and all this other garbage in them but this is a whole other level of dna defilement that we're talking about here on the sixth day god created man on the seventh day he rested And on the eighth day, in the year 2010, in a remote laboratory, an exiled scientist created something impossible. Unmistakably human. Undeniably animal. On the island of Dr. Moreau. I 
father. Oh my god. The insidious part of this is that... So that was a clip from on the island of Dr. Moreau, Moreau where you had these animal-human hybrids, and then now they're going back to Anthony Patch. Once a person is injected, almost immediately their DNA undergoes transformation. Almost immediately they lose all awareness of the fact that they've lost their independence their ability to think on and almost guaranteed once you get this dna altering vaccine you will not have any ability to get saved you it won't be something that you'll even think about you won't have any desire you won't be fully human anymore jesus christ did not come back to save nephilim to save a species whose dna has been defiled now if you're already saved and you take it i, I don't know i really don't I, I don't, I'm, I'm not, I don't have, I don't want to go there. I don't want to, you know, postulate. But you know what? I do would say, I would say I would err on the side of safety and not do anything like that. I feel like if I stood before God knowing I told my listeners, um, at all costs, do not take this, this vaccine. It's going to change you on a, molecular dna level and how that's all going to play out i don't 100 percent know but i know it's going to be really bad you know and i'm just trying to err on the side of safety and um you know for me personally if it costs me my life well absent from the body is to be present with the lord it's just going to be like probably like a very mark of the beast type of thing potentially i'm not saying it's going to be that bad initially but it may be something like well you don't take it, then you go to the re-education camp or whatever. Uh, personally, I, I'm I'm gonna uh, pray that I never and my listeners never get to that point where that's a decision we have to make. You know, where uh, we're gonna go to either take the vaccine or go to the re-education. I don't know. That may not be. That may be um, part of God's plan for some of us. I don't know. Maybe maybe God's plan for me. I don't know. Um, I'm going to try to ensure that that never even, I never get to that point because I'm trying to stay as far out of the system as I can. But I know that's not possible for everyone else and everyone has a different situation, but God is still perfectly capable of protecting every single Christian. Um, and whether that's giving you the courage to face whatever is in front of us or whether it's hiding you or, you know, it's we're not cookie cutter. So I, I can't ever get dogmatic about that particular thing because God has a different plan for all of us. But Jesus Christ and Father God are on the throne. They know the beginning from the end and they know how to keep you, protect you, and give you the courage to do whatever is going to be called upon you in the future. And, 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 and you just have to humble yourself and submit yourself to God and submit yourself to whatever his will is for your life. And pray for wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, and protection, and divine providence. I don't think there's any problem doing any of that. I think that's all a good thing. And Psalm 64 has a lot to do with that as well. So, anyway. To make decisions on their own. And to affect them on a moral level. Their yes. moral independence. Their beliefs. Religious, moral, ethical, legal all of those go away 
Right. If you remove the independent thought and that awareness that you've lost your independence is gone, what then do the powers that be do with these new forms of humans, hybrids? They can control them. Yes. They can turn them into a surf class. If you think people are sheeple people now, wait until they get the vaccines because it's going to be like invasion of the body snatchers like the end scene of invasion of the body snatchers that movie that cheesy movie from the 70s with donald sutherland i mean the whole society had been taken over and then there was like one person left and then you know that that ending scene of invasion of the body snatchers i mean <laughs> i'm not gonna say it's gonna be maybe that bad but you might want to look that up i mean because that's where they want to bring society to that point you know and it's again it's it's an alternate life form that went and inhabited these people and changed them on a molecular level they were once human but now they're not and in that particular case i think it came through like you know the aliens came down or something and seeded the populate or seeded like the plant life or something i forget it's been so long since i've seen it and then people got infected and then they infected other people and then eventually you know took over society not s-u-r-f not surfers but s-e-r-f a class of slaves to serve the elite to serve the ray kurzweils of the world who want right. to achieve immortality but they need to have labor to manufacture, develop all of the technologies. And they have enough technologies now. The technology, the scientific world, if you will, has reached the level where they don't care about hiding it anymore. Their agenda is so far advanced, both politically, philosophically, their sense of morals, and technologically that no longer are they worried about you and me as the surf class and the coming surf class they're not worried about what we think they're not worried about us rebelling and in fact we won't rebel partly because right now we've been so dumbed down through a variety of mechanisms but once people demand the virus and they truly are dumbed down to where they've lost that awareness that something's happened to me now they can do what they want with us. Yep. They are achieving what I call the hive mentality, yes. like a beehive. I've never emphasized this point enough, what he's saying. And that's why I wanted to play this, because I've never really said this enough, that this is the logical end of why the vaccine would be so important. And particularly the vaccine he's describing with this third strand of DNA. Uh oh man <laughs> it's some bad news worker bees soldier bees serving the queen the queen in my estimation is this elite class that's in power and it's not the politicians forget the politicians this has nothing to do with republicans democrats tea party libertarians right. It has nothing to do with political. They're, they're all in on this. Republicans and Democrats, they're all in on this this vaccine thing for the most part. Yes, maybe there's some exceptions. I'm sure, like that state that state senator, that doctor, 
you know, Dr. Jensen that I played and now he's being person. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy. You know, it's just that for the most part, though, at the highest levels, this is a global effort to bring us to this point. And there's a lot of Bible to support it. I mean, as far as a New World Order type of thing. Structure of the classes. It has to do with the small group that is in control and has been in control since ancient times. Okay, so we have that, which I thought that was a really excellent, important clip that my listeners needed here now this is the last clip i'm going to play for today and this is uh pastor jd farag um and this is where he's talking about some of these things okay and i entitled this mind-blowing the medical codification of beheading connected with vaccines in the un and the who documents so i'm just going to let him talk on this subject here A couple weeks ago, I had an online member email the office with information on how beheading using guillotines could be incorporated vis-a-vis a vaccination. Here's what he wrote. What I am about to share is one of the most chilling events I have ever witnessed in my 25 plus years of healthcare. My career began in nursing and I worked level one trauma, pediatrics, medical, surgical, burns, neuro, oncology, etc. Then adult medicine. I went into hospital administration and worked my way up to the CNO and now COO position. We have always billed for hospital services using what are known as DRG codes, Diagnostic Related Grouping. But during President Obama's terms, we moved to a new system of billing, ICD codes. These codes were developed by none other than the World Health Organization. And guarantee that your medical information is shared with various factions at the UN. In 2014, as my teams began preparations for the new IC-10 codes, I was in class and began snooping through the various codes in ICD-9. Pastor, I want you to research ICD-9E978. You will get chills. This code, as defined by the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare, allows the execution of citizens by beheading to be coded and billed through Medicare services. Read the entire code and be shocked. So, that's what I did. Whenever somebody sends me information I do my own research, I 
don't usually use Google for what I think would be deemed obvious reasons. My default search engine is DuckDuckGo. Which is now garbage, as I've said before. Um, SwissCows.com and uh, was it OneSearch that I said earlier? Um, or, yeah, OneSearch.com. OneSearch, the W-O-N-E, Search.com. And Swiss Cows. Uh, those are the uh, those are the ones I use now. Uh, not to say they're perfect, but I do believe they're better. DuckDuckGo became useless to me, and that happened I don't know a month or so ago at least. Used to be good, but not not anymore. For those of you who are familiar with it, so I whenever I and by the way, for those of you online that send me information, I very much appreciate it. Uh, I vet everything that is sent to me, and it, it is very time-consuming, but it is very necessary. Here's, but that was not the case with this one. So I entered this into the search engine DuckDuckGo, and sure enough, there it was. Pictured here is the information from ICD9data.com in which they state, and I quote, ICD-9-CME978 is a billable medical code that can be used to indicate a diagnosis on a reimbursement claim. Applies to all executions performed at the behest of the judiciary or ruling authority, whether permanent or temporary, as asphyxiation by gas, beheading, decapitation by guillotine, capital punishment, electrocution, hanging, poisoning, shooting, other specified means. Don't take my word for it. Do your own research. Just search ICD-9. He showed you the code straight from the website, and he, he did a screenshot of it. On If you want to watch the video, you can see it yourself. See for yourself. Now, I realize that mentioning beheading with guillotine sounds like something out of a movie, right? By the way, all of those movies, pre-programming. You know that, right? I hope you know that. I can assure you that it is very real. It, this is not fiction. Here's a photo that's making its rounds on social media. And it shows this guillotine set up, and it's reported that it was in front of Amazon's Jeff Bezos complex in Washington, D.C. And it was put there by the protesters, Black Lives Matter, yeah. Antifa. Uh -huh. Here is Which is what they said, they, the reason they changed Chaz to CHOP in the brief time it was in uh, 
going is they wanted to create a French Revolution, which was the main tenant of that was beheading. So they changed it to chop. Like they're going to chop your head off if you don't do exactly what we say. That's the whole thing with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. It's like their way or no way. Picture of the protesters with a sign that uh, we've talked about actually when Mac and I did our uh, discussion on this. I, I mentioned that you will see this particular sign in a different form, but it basically says the same thing. No lives matter until black lives matter. And the reason I mention this is because I've been over the last several weeks asking the Lord for discernment because I sense that there was a connection between the whole forced vaccination thing and the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would, I, I, I'm, let me try this again. It's not often that I'm at a loss for words, but maybe this is one of those times. Um, you would think, I mean, there's no way that there's a connection, is there? Well, yes, there is. Yes, there is. About 15 years ago, there were numerous reports from people who had photographed FEMA camps with guillotines. Reports from truck drivers who transported to these camps, guillotines, coffins. More recently, there have been some who suggest that what's known as the Noahide Laws, which according to Wikipedia, are a set of imperatives in the Talmud given by God as a binding set. The Talmud is one of the most blasphemous, the particular Babylonian Talmud, is one of the most blasphemous books you'll ever read. Well, it's a, it's like a, it's many books, okay, but the Babylonian is by far the most blasphemous, and the stuff it says about Jesus, I can't even repeat. Now, I've done several teachings on the Talmud. If you key Talmud into the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com, you'll find those. Anyway, I just want to give you some background um, on that if you weren't aware. Laws for all of humanity, which also call for beheading as a form of capital punishment under the law. Again, Revelation 20, we're told that this would happen. And now we see that it is happening. In the tribulation, primarily. Not to say it couldn't start happening prior to the tribulation, but yeah, I mean, in in the tribulation is the primary mention of it. Here is a screenshot of a video that an online member sent me of Dr. Carol Baker. Yes. 
I've played this clip, I don't know, a couple months ago probably, this this witch, uh, MD, Baylor College of Medicine, Texas Children's Hospital, this is this clip of her. Was appointed chair of the CDC Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices in 2009. This video was when she was on a panel of experts sponsored by the National Meningitis Association on May 9, 2016, so four years ago. At the time this video was taken, she was with Baylor College of Medicine, Texas Children's Hospital, and what follows is the exact quote taken from the video. These are her words, and I quote, the battle is being fought. One family, one physician, one health center. That's why we're doing as well as we are. We're talking about the minority and strategies against the minority. So I have the solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about hesitancy. Most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers will just get rid of all the whites in the United States because Houston is the most diverse city in the entire United States. There are seven Asian languages spoken in that city. I've been a minority for more than 20 years in the city of Houston and the majority we call Hispanic. That is not a race. It's an ethnicity. That is a political designation, but a lot of them are from Central South America, Mexico. Guess who wants to get vaccinated the most? Immigrants. Illegal aliens? I mean, I guess, and legal from South America or, or in Mexico, I guess. Oh, now I get it. Do you see the connection? In other words, what she's saying is they're not the problem. We're not going to have to force. This, this totally affirms my narrative that I keep hitting over and over again, where one of the main goals is the, is the eradication of the white, the whites. I mean, particularly by the synagogue of Satan that have stated that over and over again, that they have to eradicate the white races, either breed them out or kill them off in order for their, and, and annihilate Christianity, in order for their awaited Antichrist and false prophet, their awaited Messiah to come. That's how they believe it has to happen. So that's why there's such a gigantic push from the synagogue of Satan, and they were the ones that owned media, and Hollywood, and, you know, so many, they bought and paid for so many of the politicians. Uh, and that's why there's that push. ...to be vaccinated. The problem are going to be the white people. <laughs> They're the ones that are going to give us a problem. 
So we're just going to have to kill them. Is this... The same online member that sent me that video also sent me this photo showing what's left of a torn down monument with the spray painted words, we got the guillotine. Huh. Isn't that interesting? So is that what this is all about? Is that where all of this is going? Wow. Oh my goodness. I know, right? This brings me back to the aforementioned question of, is there hope? And the answer to that question is a resounding yes. Titus 2, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave Himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for Himself a people that are His very own, eager to do what is good. May I lovingly ask the question, this time rhetorically, in whom or what are you placing your hope? So we have secret to Paul's, can I say it this way, spiritual success? What was it about him? That he was able to fearlessly forge ahead, fight the fight, finish the race, unflinching fearlessness in the face of the unthinkable. Now he's talking about Paul. I kind of got that cut off there. Things that we today in the day in which we, I'm sorry, I'm yelling. Not really, actually, <laughs> but in, in a day that we live, we, we would never even think of some of these things. I mean, we list, we have them listed for us in Corinthians, the things that he went through. Man, I tell you, I get like maybe two or three deep into that list and I'm like, take me home, Jesus. How did he... How, how did he do it? And the answer is right here. Here's the backstory. He's just been told. In fact, they, they, they plead with him. They're begging him, Paul, don't go to Jerusalem. Please don't go. Here's what's going to happen. There was even a prophecy. And 
this is what's going to happen to you. And then here's his response. You're right. I'm not. I'm just going to hunker down, stay here where it's safe. No, that's not his response. He says, and see now, I go bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me there, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But, verse 24, none of these things move me. <laughs> they don't? How is that? See, I wanted to end on this note because this is, you know, we're all facing a very uncertain future here, but this is a great example for us to follow. I mean, one of the finest examples, New Testament-wise in the Bible, to follow is Paul's. So he's going to answer it. He says, nor do I count my life dear to myself so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. That's how. That's why. I don't, I don't know what awaits. I, I do know, as the Holy Spirit has testified, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> it's going to be really hard. Chains, tribulations, hardship, difficulty. But it doesn't shake me. It doesn't move me. It doesn't phase me because I've already lost my life in this world. I don't count my life dear in this world. I'm already dead. I hope this doesn't sound crass or rude, but dead men don't flinch. I'll give you a moment. Dead men don't flinch. If you're truly... Crucify with Christ, as I think the reference... Dead to self, die to self. And by the way... <laughs> Isn't that what Jesus said? You want to follow me? Yeah, I do. You want to be my disciple? Yes, I, I do. I want to be your disciple. I want to follow you. Okay. You need to count the cost. And you need, need to pick up the cross. And you need to die to yourself. And then you can follow me. It's this, again, I'm going to use the analogy of a memorial service. It's this death to this world, this life, the things in this world. And when, and the sooner the better, when a Christian comes to that place where they finally let go and say, okay, though none go with me, still I will follow. 
because I have decided and I've counted the cost and I have decided to follow Jesus. The world behind me and the cross before me, come what may, I won't be moved because I'm already dead. I'm alive in Christ. By the way, spoiler alert, it's a win-win. Right? For me to live is Christ, to die is gain. I win either way. Okay, so fine. Take me and do whatever you want to me, and you're just going to expedite the inevitable. Because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. You know, I get... And so I'm going to end there. I'm, I'm totally out of time, but I wanted to add that. I add that in at the very end of the study. Um, hopefully as an encouragement. So God bless you, and uh, Lord willing, we will see you in the next study.